Some succeed because they are destined to, but most succeed because they are determined to. Henry Van Dyke. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. And today's myth is that a good book will sell itself. So long as you write something that's really, really good, it doesn't matter what your marketing is. It doesn't matter what your career looks like. All of these other things don't matter because the good content of the book will sell itself. So if my book isn't selling, my book must not be good enough. This is a very dangerous myth to believe because it leads to crushed egos, underwhelming sales, and thinking that you don't need to put any effort into marketing. It's true that word of mouth is going to be one of your best ways to sell your book. If stranger A tells stranger B, oh my gosh, you have to read this author, that's going to be one of the best ways to get the book into stranger B's hands. But you have to get the book into stranger A's hands first. That's a really big step to take. Because good books will leave you wanting more. It will do certain things to help sell the book on its own. But you have to earn that first stranger's trust to start with. Especially if you're looking to do something like traditional publishing, new authors are a high risk to a publishing company. And even to readers. Readers need to know that they're going to spend money on something that is good, that is good quality. Publishers need to know that. And you have to earn that, not just because your book was good. Ted Decker tells this story of how he was feeling somewhat dejected because his books weren't doing terribly well in his area. People just weren't picking him up. He thought they were great. His agent, his publishers all thought they were great. And nobody was consuming them like he had hoped. And then I think it was his agent came to him and said, turns out your books are selling really well in Canada. For whatever reason, they are just gobbling them up and wanting more and more. Something caught in Canada that just made it spread. The book itself was the same book. It didn't necessarily have to do with the good book selling itself. There was a word of mouth, some different marketing technique, maybe a different cover, something different happened where it was doing beautifully in Canada and not as well as quickly in the US. So there are lots of reasons that this myth that a good book will sell itself isn't true. Selling a book is always going to be effort. Go to a publishing company and ask them how much they spend every year on established author marketing. The ridiculous sums of money that these publishing companies spend every year on these established authors will tell you that just because they're a good writer with a good book, that it will not sell itself. And of course, there are varying definitions of what good looks like. What I see as a good book is not the same as what Lee sees as a good book. I think Mistborn is amazing. And you just like it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. But I couldn't get you to finish a Lee Child novel. Yeah, I got like half a chapter in. 
And I'm about halfway through a Ted Decker series that I haven't quite finished yet. So, yes, my favorite author and her favorite author aren't the same. That doesn't mean it's not a good book. It's just about connecting with your target audience. That's all marketing is. So how did you learn about Ted Decker? He was actually on a radio show and being interviewed. And my mom heard the interview and she's like, this sounds like it's right up Ashley's alley. So she ended up, I believe, picking up the book that he was advertising during this interview and giving it to me. And it turned my world upside down. The concepts in that book have been taught over the years in writing roots because it blew my mind and it opened my world into writing. But if he had not given that interview on that radio show, I would have never heard of him. So I technically learned about Brandon Sanderson through word of mouth. Somebody who I was very interested in dating and went on a couple dates with introduced me to Mistborn first. I devoured the first one, mostly devoured the second one. And while I loved them, things did not work out with that particular person. So I struggled getting through the third because it reminded me too much of him. Then I ran into a couple other people that said, no, you really have to read him. And then Brandon Sanderson did a signing in the town next to where I was going to college. And that's what prompted me to buy all of his books, go meet him, have him sign the stuff, and actually start reading his stuff and get over the whole like weird relationship breakup thing. So even though these books are some of your favorites... Yes, it took his efforts of marketing to get me to actually read them and then start spreading them to you guys, you wonderful people, because trust me, you'll love him. (laughs) In addressing any of these myths, it always crosses my mind, how do the big boys do it? How do the top of the line best authors in the world, all of our favorites, do it? I can guarantee you they're not just spending all of their time writing and nothing else. Because Lee Child is always advertising something. There are several Jack Reacher fan pages and this and that. One I'm fairly certain is run by them. And they're posting quotes from books in the series that may have been written 15, 20 years ago that are very signature for the character. There's always a reminder of my favorite fandoms when I'm on social media. Brandon Sanderson is consistently doing live videos, instructional videos, face-to-face contact kind of stuff. He's constantly doing marketing by connecting with his audience. And that's really the key. If you are choosing the right marketing strategy, then it should be unique to your audience. You don't really see commercials on TV for Lamborghinis, but... You're going to see fast sports cars in movies about fast sports cars. They're very masculine, da-da-da, fast and the furious, that kind of thing. You associate the glamour of that lifestyle with this particular vehicle. Product placement. That is a very big advertising campaign thing. Product placement. Of course, my ideal reader would not be swayed to purchase my book if it ended up on Oprah's bestsellers list. Yeah, neither would mine. That's never going to end up there. (laughs) So understanding your target audience 
and understanding what they're looking for and where they're looking and making sure you show up when they look, that's the key in marketing. And if you want to know a little bit more about that, go back to July 2020. We have an episode in that series about target audience. As much as readers hate seeing their favorite books made into movies, that is one of the biggest accomplishments you can have as an author is to have your book made into a movie. Think about how many more copies of Lord of the Rings sold once they became movies. Because I hadn't really heard of Lord of the Rings until the movies came around and then they became huge again, even though the books had been written decades prior. I remember seeing the book growing up on the shelf because my dad had it and I thought it was a very pretty book because it was the red case leather bound but I never read it. I didn't really know what it was. He said it was a really good book, but I was a little too young to start picking up Tolkien. But as soon as I saw The Fellowship of the Ring, I was like, I need to read this now. Bottom line, readers have to know that your book exists in order for you to become their favorite author. So the good book, no matter how good it is, it will not sell itself. Marketing is a thing for all authors. I don't care if you are established. I don't care if you are new. If you are publishing a book and you want people to read it and you want people to buy it, you have to market it. That is not a question. That is not an option if you want your book to sell. A good book will help sell itself through the word of mouth thing, but it takes so much more than just writing the book. I do want to make a quick note here and say that just one book is not enough for your career. Harper Lee is the exception of the one hit wonder. But for the most part, you can't build a career on a single good book. More on that by the end of the month. But I did want to mention that. Like we did our exercise thinking about how we heard about our favorite authors. Think about your own favorite author. How did you learn about them? And then remind yourself that your target audience will probably learn about you and your books in the same way. You definitely don't want to overmarket a book. You don't want it to be shiny on the outside, but terrible within. Having a good book will help stranger A tell stranger B about it. So make sure that your contents are good. Yes, marketing is incredibly important for building a career, but make sure the book is good. And that starts by writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>